watch cartoons We'll take a look back at where we've been So let's hop into our time machine Hello and welcome to another episode of Cartoon Time Machine. I'm Scarlett. I'm Katie. You forget for a second there that we were recording? No. <laughs> we're your animates. And today, if uh, Katie will get off the phone, uh, <laughs> yes, I'm I, am, I am putting you on blast for our podcasting I'm listeners. Prepping, so I have more ideas. Jesus. Well, the idea is that, that Katie is... Yeah, you can say Jesus. Okay. Whatever. I'm not, I'm not precious about that. Uh, the uh, uh, the thing that, that Katie is prepping last minute for today uh, is uh, today we're going to, uh, in honor of spooky season, talk about what our favorite cartoons would be if they were trick-or-treat houses. So what sort of candy would these shows give out? What would their all-around spooky vibe be? Uh, again, we love Halloween around here, or I do at least. Um, and Katie does too. I love a Halloween. I'm I'm just I'm just a little nutty about it. Um, did you but... know that they used to carve turnips instead of pumpkins? I did know that. That's a that have is a fun s- Halloween fact. Have you seen the pictures of the turnips? Yeah, they're pretty messed up looking. Yeah. Why did we stop doing that? They're so much creepier. Well, I think basically the idea was the turnip thing was more an old world thing where turnips were more plentiful. And then we came to America and we're like, oh, these big, stupid gourds grow everywhere. And also we can <laughs> stick a candle in there and really freak out the Puritans. Really, yeah, early okay, in America was all about just freaking out the Puritans, which I'm in favor of as a as a New England born and bred. Um, the, the Puritans were terrible and deserved to get a little bit freaked out by naughty children on Halloween. Never right, fair. I like your th- theories, reasons. I'm ready for the <laughs> podcasting day. Um. So yeah. So we're just gonna go, and we will uh bring up a uh beloved cartoon and talk about what their trick or treat uh mode would be. Uh, Katie, do you have uh, one to start us off with? Sure, I have one where I think the people would really, really th- thrive, star, shine for Thanksgiving. And I think they would Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I would like the audience to know my brain capacity today is maybe half a marble. I'm doing bad, but we're so happy to have you here. Despite... So I'm gonna make a lot of gaffes. Halloween. I mean, that's more fun. That's more fun. The gaffes. The gaffes are better. the The gaffes are not chaff. The Halloween. The Halloween. Uh, I think it's it's one of the houses you'd love to go to. They have the better candy, but sometimes a toothbrush. You don't know what you're getting. And I'm going to go with Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Ooh, I can see that. They fit so in with the Halloween vibe, all of them. Some of them can dress up. Some of them will probably just be them. Oh, I'd love to see their Halloween costumes. I feel like Eduardo would have a really cute costume. Yeah. Like, he'd be, like, in, like, a unicorn onesie or something. Oh, he totally would. 
Um, Coco would be like covered in fake blood, like she'd look like a murder victim. Mm -hmm. And Blue would not wear a costume. Blue would just put a sheet over himself. He's already shaped like a ghost. I think that's a bit that's happened in the show. Honestly, probably. I'm just thinking of that Spongebob bit where uh, no one's afraid of him with the sheet over him because he doesn't look like a round ghost. And then we get that horrifying uh, gag of them shaving him down so you just see his brain underneath. Truly an incredible episode. That was like season one, right? Wasn't that like real Uh, Spongebob? That's season one or early season two. It's in the old style. Yeah. I I had that one on... I had that one on your classic orange uh, VHS. I had, I you know what I had? I had specifically a Halloween Tales SpongeBob VHS because that also had uh, I was a teenage Gary and uh, Doodle Bob on it, and I think one one more Flying Dutchman one. I had the Halloween SpongeBob orange VHS, and did it have? It didn't have the hash bringing slasher. Oh, I think it might have had that too. I don't. I it, it was it was like five episodes all Halloweeny. I just I remember it had the one with the brain because that freaked me out, and also Doodle Bob freaked me out. Doodle Bob freaked me out. Everyone says that Doodle Bob's one of their favorites, and I'm like, as a child, no, terrifying. Couldn't watch it. I mean, I was a teenage Gary. Really freaked me out as a kid. We're really off topic right now, <laughs> um, but no, yeah. this is also think, on you know, topic because I probably would have picked this. I will bring it back on topic to say that SpongeBob's uh, Trick or Treat House, I think, similarly would be just a a lot of miscellaneous. Some are really good, some are really bad candies. You don't you don't know what you're reaching into. Like if you reach on like the top layer, you got like your black licorice and like lollipops things that no one really wants. I like black licorice, but that's just me. But like you had to get deep down into like. The layers of the Halloween candy that's been left there for many years. You go down to the old stuff, and that's like the really good chocolate. That's I think SpongeBob could be like my father, who wants to have something to please everyone. So he has the good candy bars. Okay, candy chocolate. He has he has the good non chocolate options. Hmm. Patrick, you might get a rock. There might be a rock in there, and Squidward's lights are off. For sure. Squidward uh, turned off the porch light at 6.30 sharp. Um, oh, Squidward had them off at 4. <laughs> he he had, like, exactly, like, one bag, like, really small bag of, like, Necco wafers and was, like, <laughs> once that was done, he was out. Um, Not circus peanuts? No. I, I, I feel like that's almost too fun for him. Like, Necco wafers are, like, the chores of candy. Mm. I feel like that's, that's what he's... And and he's, he probably you know what he's dressed as Mozart for Halloween. He's with his, <laughs> with his clarinet. He's dressed as Mozart because that's what he sees himself as. Um, got like the the wig and everything. Um, but yeah, I feel like SpongeBob being the house that is something for everyone feels correct. Like there's, it, it kind of doesn't matter who you are, or what you like. There will be something in that candy bowl that you will enjoy. Mm-hmm. All right, I like that one a lot. I like that one. Man, um, I have more off-topic SpongeBob. You made me forget it. I'm I'm sorry. I'm How sorry. I prevented us from getting more off-topic. All right, I'll stay on topic. Uh, I was also thinking in terms of older cartoons while we're there. 
uh, Ed, Ed, Nettie's house would definitely be like, they like slap together a haunted house in uh-huh. their front yard in order to like scam the neighborhood kids, like get, get them to pay to go through their haunted maze. And it's like, again, just like Ed in a sheet or something. It's really terrible. Um, but once you get to the door, uh, it said, Ed, and Nettie, they got to be giving out jawbreakers. I mean, mm. I don't know how they fit those in the bowl, given that they were the size of their heads. But as we've discussed on this show before, those jawbreakers, next level candy. That was that was the candy in cartoons growing up that I most wanted to try and was never always disappointed when the real life jawbreakers were nothing like that. They're not good, but they look so good. Just I I think as I, I think as again, I think we've discussed in the show before, as a kid, just the appeal of something implausibly large impractically large i think is just such a huge draw and i think halloween is like in a lot of ways kind of a you know a a celebration of indulgence like maybe a little bit a celebration of gluttony for kids like it sort of is the one time it is acceptable to eat a lot of candy and you know i i think most parents are like at least you know a little more accepting of that like you know, they're, they're, you'll get your parents who say, okay, only like two or three candies. But I think those are usually like the parents who on an ordinary night, it would be no candy. So I feel like it just like ratchets up for every particular level of uh, strict your parents happen to be. So like, as a kid, you know, Halloween was like, it was the big candy hall, the big, you can have more than you're supposed to. And I think that's so epitomized by that giant jawbreaker. Like, I don't know if they were intending to do this when they made that or not, if that if there was any psychology involved in the creation of those implausibly large jawbreakers. But, like, I feel like every kid who saw it was just like, I I know I know that would probably hurt to have in my mouth, but dang it, I want to try. My mouth's just watering now. They always look so good. That's the thing. I feel like I can't even describe in my head the flavor of that jawbreaker because there's always different color too but like it it just is good it has to be good it was was good for it to be like their sole motivation for most of the series is just getting access to these jawbreakers so i want one it's like other things where you're like well i can't eat that but by god i want to like drywall or housing insulation Okay, I'll give you the insulation. I'm, I'm not totally with you on the drywall, but the insulation always looked like cotton candy and it really stinks that it's not. Yeah. And so sometimes you, you just eat something and go, hmm, this is the texture of house insulation. And frankly, it's not, this food I'm eating is not good, but the texture is doing something. <laughs> I always Those imagine- things I've job- said in my life. I always imagine the jawbreakers were like just a little bit pebbled in consistency. They weren't yeah, perfectly- like a. You know, on when you went to the mall when we were young, when those were still a thing, and they had the gumball machines. Yes. Do you remember the ones that were like slightly bump, like the fruit shaped ones that were bumpy on the outside? Oh yeah, yeah. Those That's were like great. the closest I could get to like what a jawbreaker would be. I think that you know or, what, ner- yeah. or like the I don't know if nerds make them anymore, but they were they're nerds on the outside. They're bigger, and I think they have a gummy center. Not like Nerds Gummy Clusters. Oh. These are the older ones that were hard. No, I know what you're talking about. I haven't thought about the those. The same texture, but they're not the right size. Yeah, they're no, 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 closer. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But also, yeah. Van for me for two seconds. I I was just going to say, Van, did those, 
those mall uh, candy dispensers really hit differently. Like now I'm a grown up and I pass them and I'm like, ew, that candy's been in there forever. I'm going to be an adult and not go near there. And also I never have a quarter on me anymore. Like Ed, Ed and Eddie would be so disappointed. We live in a quarterless society now. Like I never have the means by which to get a gumball. I have three quarters in my bag. Um, But where else? But where in the world can I find a jawbaker? flavored like iceland was that one of the flavors they they listed yeah. oh we definitely oh, went the through vault. the list of flavors once in the vault i think they're not flavors but they're locations where the flavor is from but i like to think of them as flavors <laughs> i mean i feel like iceland would be so refreshing like i imagine it would have like a slight mint flavor to it yeah <sighs> But like maybe also some citrus, kind of like it, the taste of the northern lights. For some reason, since they're bumpy, it always makes me think they might be a little sour. Well, yeah, I would imagine a good gum, a good jawbreaker should be at least a little bit sour because the real mm. ones are. Mostly. I just want to buy citrus acid. Acid. One. one day, I'm just gonna buy a bag of citric acid and dip my candies in it. I'm so worried about you and your citric acid. This is not the first time you have brought this up. I am very concerned that like. It's going to be like one of those cartoons. You're just going to drink a bottle of the acid and then you're going to look down and like your entire stomach has been eaten away and you're like just a skeleton from the boobs down. But I want sour starburst. I can't believe they got rid of those. Well, that is a wonderful segue into my next house, um, which is the Infinity Train house, which is <laughs> a house with all the lights off and the candy bowl is sitting out in front uh, and it's a bowl full of discontinued candy. <laughs> and it's all really good discontinued candy. So you've got like your your Altoid Sours. You got those uh, uh, root beer barrels gummies that they don't make mm-hmm. anymore. Um, and you got your your uh, Sour Starburst. All, all, and the, oh, the peanut butter Snickers. Man, I'm so mad peanut butter Snickers are no longer a thing. Uh, all all that amazing candy and you go there and you're like wow the people who lived in this house must have been so cool but the, and then you discover that they actually moved away the night before and just left the bowl of candy out and not only will you never see them again in that house you'll probably never see them ever again um, because they've they've gone into the witness protection program run by Warner Brothers Studios <laughs> this the metaphor is strained I'll say that the metaphor is strained. I really miss Infinity Train. <laughs> hey, that kind of hey, hey, Warner Brothers, hey, Cartoon Network, HBO Max or Max or whatever. All of all of you powers that be, um, please bring back Infinity Train. I'm really sad without it, and if don't make me sad, or I will become an executive of your studio and bring it back by force. That's my that's my ultimatum. You can you can put me off for now, but in thirty years, you will know my wrath. I love this that you're starting here. I'm just looking up the best discontinued candies. Ooh, ooh, what, what, what are, what's on there? Not a ton, but I do see someone who put up the same thing I was going to say was also in that bowl. Uh, the original Scooby Doo fruit snacks. Bring back the opaque blue. Yes, the opaque blue. Oh, was the best one. A lot of people saying Butterfinger BBs, which I can't take seriously in my life anymore. Oh, I love those, though. Oh, man. They got rid of those? Apparently. Smarties Taffy. Smarties did make a good Taffy for a little bit. Eh. 
I don't I don't like the taste of Smarties. I can't find this candy anymore, but it was sour cherry cola bottles. I know the cola bottles. I don't know about sour ones though. They make sour ones, but they don't make the sour cherry anymore. Oh, okay. And also like the original size of like the Haribo cherries, they shrunk them. They used to be bigger. Haribo strawberries were good. I don't think they even make those anymore. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of good good candies that don't exist anymore. Oh, the remember the Bears and Cream Starburst? I'm looking at a similar list now, too. Those are good. Well, that's just a meme. I know it's a meme, but that was, those were actually good. Yeah. I, I like that they were, they were like a little bit sweeter because some of them, I know you were just saying sour Starburst, but also I, I like the ones that weren't quite as sour. Man, now we're just talking. Now we're just talking uh, discontinued candies. But man, so many of these were good. So th- yeah, this would be this would be all over my infinity train house. And you just walk by sadly and think about what could have been and all the fun you had before, back before it went away. Wow, you made it sad. I did make it sad. I want infinity train back. Mm, I know. Here, make it make it less sad. Do you have another house? Uh, yes, but I don't believe there's any candy involved. Um, it is just the fact that in Gravity Falls, there would be, I don't, I, they do summer, but I don't think there would be a good, a, a good house for Halloween, but I do think there would be a decent, sad haunted house. It'd be a good haunted house. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel like it would be unexpectedly scary. Like it would advertise itself with every side of the front, like say like good for ages three and up. And you'd be like, okay, children, like let's go all the way through. And then there'd be like, most of it would be like pretty child friendly. You'd have a good time. And then there'd be like one or two moments that you're like, whoa, okay. Kind of should have warned us before you had the uh, inside out head that's always screaming and the dude with all the holes on his face rearranged. Maybe not that, or maybe not the implied child abuse. Maybe not that either. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a good time no matter what. It's pretty It's pretty amazing. And then, oh, and then you've got that one, like, extra uh, ARG that's, like, really intense that only a few fans get involved with. And then the owner of the house <laughs> has to come out and say, hey, it's not on anyone else's private property. I can't believe I have to say that, but don't go into anyone's houses. <laughs> for, for those not in the loop, they did an actual version of that in Gravity Falls. And Alex Hirsch actually had to go on Twitter and say, hey, guys, I didn't, hold, I didn't hide clues on private property. Please don't trespass places. <laughs> Things you shouldn't have to tell your fans. They they should have known from the start that it was there were gonna be the, the Gravity Falls fandom was surprisingly non-toxic as far as fandoms go, but like it was still kind of a hot mess at times. There were definitely people who got a little too into it. Yeah, there's always one. But I will I will say I think Gravity Falls does have some good contenders uh for candy to have at the end of the haunted house. Um, one being the smile dip from the uh, uh, convenience store episode, because I love that whole sequence where Mabel gets high on the smile dip. See, more stuff that wouldn't be appropriate for small children, but whatever, it's there. Um, I have you never had continued candy. Have you never had fun dip? I have had fun dip. Fun dip was never as good as I wanted it to be. Fun dip kind of just was sugar. Um, yeah. Yeah, but like other candy is sugar too, which is more interesting sugar. Like it felt so like when putting the raw sugar on my tongue made my tongue go a little numb. 
Maybe this is why I want raw citric acid on my tongue. Yeah, I'm beginning to think you just are in- interested in vaguely unpleasant flavor sensations. See, here's the thing. I love all the powder candy. Baby bottle pops, loved them. The paintbrush ones that are discontinued, great. There were paintbrush ones? Yeah, it was like a lollipop with the paintbrush and you had a little paint can and you dip it and they discontinued it. Oh, I don't remember that. That sounds crazy. It was like baby bottle pops, but slightly bigger. Um, I, my story about a baby bottle pop is I, my, I begged my mom to get me one at the store and then I got it and I was eating it later at home and she saw that I'd crunched off part of it. Um, and she got very panicked because she thought that when she gave it to me, she thought that it was like a plastic thing and didn't realize that it was candy basically. <laughs> so I just, I just have that, that strong memory of like my mom, like screaming me like, oh my God, what did you eat? Like we have to get you to the hospital. Me being like, oh my God, am I going to die? And then us kind of both coming to the realization that she didn't realize that it was candy and was meant to be eaten. <laughs> pixie sticks. Another one. Love a pixie stick. Yeah, again, same with me with pixie sticks. It's it's just sugar. Like, maybe I just have a more sophisticated palate, Katie. Yeah, um, but have you ever tried to I down a whole con- pack of pixie sticks in one school day? I I want my sugar conveyance system to, to come with uh, another flavor profile. They have flavors. No, yeah, sort of. Like, in a vague, this is mostly just sweet way or a you little have bit orange. Color strawberry or cherry i don't remember great and blue what i most remember about both fun dip and pixie sticks is kids in middle school saying that you could snort them and get high and the result would be there's just sugar in your nose you dummies i don't know know if anyone snorted them but i was not joking about one kid doing a whole pack of pixie sticks in a day and it didn't go well for him I mean, I think you'd be, like, bouncing off the ceiling at that point. I think he threw up. I think he ate them too quickly. Yeah, I'm not shocked. I, I think at a certain point, the system is just like, hey, stop it. <laughs> no more. I think I have eaten a whole pack of pixie sticks in the day. Oh, God. I'm sorry. No, I'm happy with myself. I'm, I'm not. Mm. I'm concerned and appalled. Sugar sand. Sugar mm. sand. <laughs> Tongue dry. You know, another another uh valid option for uh Gravity Falls is like those mystery flavored Tootsie Roll pops. That or they were they, I guess they were done. Oh, they're all all mystery flavors. Mystery all, Airheads, all, goals, all the mystery, mystery dum dums. Just unwrapped candy so you don't know what it is. That would be such a grunkle stand move. Honestly, I could so see him unwrapping a bunch of candy and putting it in a bowl and being like yeah. mystery candy. You know what it is? He's the evil person who unwraps all the M&M packets and the Skittles and dumps them in a bowl together. Oh my God, you're so bright. And then some Reese's Pieces in there and be like, the the, the kids with the peanut allergies, they'll figure it out. My father was that person once to my brother. He did give him a bag of Skittles and M&Ms mixed together, I think, in a lunchbox. Your father's a monster. It was a great laugh. That's pretty funny. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, not, I think, if you pay attention they're pretty different i mean yeah i think the weight is different like a skittle feels heavier to me than an m&m yeah and I but if you were just a rounder too if you were just grabbing a handful out of a uh out of a bucket and just shooting them real quick um you would not know 
Right. I mean, if you were like grabbing a bunch and tossing them back, then yeah, you'd have a harder time. But like, if you gave me an M M&M and M and like a Skittle, like even like if I was like blindfolded, I'm pretty sure just by touch, I'd be able to tell the difference. Oh yeah, absolutely, I could. But still, I w- I wouldn't be expecting to do that. Is the thing the thing I would be expecting to do is just pop back an entire pack. Because oh yeah, sometimes sometimes when I get a pack, one of the mini packs of M and M's, I just open it and shoot it like a box of nerds. Oh yeah, that's that's the only way to eat a box of nerds. How do you eat a box of nerds individually? Like, has I might I have been a small child and my fingers have never fit into a box of nerds. My fingers have always been too big to reach in and like actually get a good pinch out of them. I didn't pinch them, but I would I would only I would take like sips. You're right. You sip them. You do like you do like little little sips. You do it like a shot. Or I feel know. like nerds flavor discontinued some good candies. Actually, on the discontinued nerds thing, I do have to always say the Baskin Robbins Shrek flavor, which I think had nerds and maybe like Pop Rocks in it, was weirdly mm. good. That does sound good. Do nerds ropes still exist? I don't I think they do. I think ropes, they do. Uh, yeah, the ropes do. And now ropes. they have gummy clusters. Mm, nice. So yeah, that's that's Gravity Falls, I think. I mean, then of course, you've got your loser candy. Which would just be for me. It's like it's like a bat like a back door. I get I get my loser candy at. I get the the uh licorice and caramels and all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh spe- speaking of uh the the candies they don't make like they used to, um, and because I'm incapable of mentioning uh going any Halloween episode without talking about over the garden wall at least once. Uh I feel like over the garden oh, I thought wall this was gonna be Simpsons. I, I i'll mention simpsons eventually don't worry um but i feel like over the garden wall uh would be like your really old school like they don't make it like they used to kind of house where like they'd actually be giving out like caramel apples and like popcorn balls and cookies and things like that like the stuff that like they used to give out before like the 80s hysteria around unwrapped things because like over the Guard Wall is kind of one of those shows. They don't make it like they used to. And it would have, like, you know, the, the house decorations would be, like, very simple. There'd be, like, paper ghosts in the windows and, like, your very basic carved jack-o'-lantern with an actual candle inside. It wouldn't be, like, a tea light. It would be, like, an actual, like, chunk of beeswax candle in there. Um, like, every, everything, like, about the house looks like it, you know, was decorated in the 1940s, basically. And they're giving out where there's originals and those strawberry candies no one knows the name of. Uh, yes, but it's it's exclusively comes out of Greg's pockets. When you open the door, he like toddles up there and he just throws <laughs> the little candies at you from the pockets. Incredible. But yeah, that would and that would be my favorite house because I as a kid even I always wanted to to get the the forbidden uh unwrapped candy there was what there was i think i met, I forget if i mentioned this on the show before there was one house on my street um that was it was sort of russian roulette with this house over what it would be giving out because it was like the, the old people lived there like two just super old people who had been there forever um and they some years they would have forgotten it was halloween they just like hand you pennies or something and then that would be kind of like eh, kind of lame um but some years uh this old woman would remember and she'd like bake cookies and like I think like little like muffins and stuff and like have like baked goods ready to give kids. Um and I was never allowed to actually take those because there was the hysteria over over can over unwrapped things. What if she put needles in them? 
Which it was, I remember even thinking it was so weird that like, I, I think it was just the hysteria was so high that it was just like, it was ingrained into parents to not let the kids take that can, take, take the unwrapped treats. Because like, we knew this old woman, like she was the sweetest woman. She would like whenever, she had like, I swear, she had a sixth sense for whenever us kids had a lemonade stand. Like the second we set up this lemonade stand, she was always out there, like first in line you know, pretend that she didn't have, you know, anything less than a like 10 to give us, even though it was like a $1 thing, you know, the very, very sweet woman, like, I, in all other circumstances, they probably would have trusted her with almost anything. But for some reason, Halloween rolls around and no, she's trying to poison the kids with her chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, I really hope that you were allowed to take baked goods from her every other day of the year, except on Halloween, you weren't. (laughs) I mean, I don't think she ever like it. We it wasn't like we were like like we, she wasn't like a like, she didn't like babysit us or anything. She was just kind of the little old woman who lived at the house in the middle of the cul de sac. Um, and like it was she her house they they later they either moved or died. I don't I don't remember. I I should know that. I I think they moved. I don't think they died. Um, I but that, I'm laughing at the panic in your eyes at realizing you don't know what happened. I. I was too young. I think they either moved away or died when I was like seven. So I don't remember the like lead up to that. Um, But they, the house was like, the property was like full of trees. Like you had to kind of like walk down kind of a spooky lane to get to their house in the first place. Um, But then uh, once they vacated the house for, I'm sure a much better house somewhere else. And that's the story. um, They, the new owners chopped down all the trees. um, And that's a much Yeah. So it, it it became a much nicer property. I I think the the adults in our street were happy because I think it was their house was considered kind of like the eyesore. Like they weren't like maintaining their lawns. They just had trees everywhere. God forbid there be trees. Um, but yeah, they were always very sweet. Um, just like the cookies they gave out that I was never allowed to try. If we we'll take the time machine later to go get you one of those cookies. Yeah, and go just back back to be like you know, oh hey Mrs. Chatterton. Thank you for the cookies. You seem really nice. Sorry, I probably was not as polite to you as I should have been. It was probably very loud on early mornings with my bike down the street. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. Do you have uh, another house to uh, for us to knock on this Halloween? I don't even know what's happening anymore. Okay, that's valid. Shall, shall I do my, my last one, which, yeah. as you mentioned, is, is The Simpsons? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> uh, the Simpsons is definitely the house that is giving out stuff that is like maybe a little bit not appropriate for Halloween, but like you're still kind of happy to get it. Like you know, just like full cans of soda. Um, <laughs> you know, may- maybe like they've got like the kind of like forbidden candy, like the uh big league chew bubble gum that like looks like it's chewing tobacco or the candy cigarettes like who knows where they even got them but it's like it's like a little bit forbidden like you feel a little bit bad and wrong for like going in and like you know taking the the candy that isn't like necessarily uh on the level it's not standard but like you feel you also feel like you've been like led into like a secret adult club like ooh, i have soda now i'm not i'm not supposed to have soda but now i have it mwahaha <laughs> And like the people in in the house, like know know that they're they're not doing they're they're not doing any actual harm. They're still you know within the realm of kid friendly, but they're like just on the edge. They're like just edgy enough. Um, and they're also the house that has like 
the like again little on the edge halloween decorations like you got like a severed head in the driveway and you know blood splatters on places you know so that like little kids are a little too scared to go there but like slightly older kids are like oh yeah this is the cool house they got the cool decorations there's no 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 dinky yeah, party city stuff out here this is this is the real halloween house um and then you go home and you watch twitches and you feel really really mature <laughs> are you describing your childhood at all in these there was one house i remember that gave that gave out sodas and i remember thinking that was real cool uh mostly because i was always bundled up in so many layers on halloween but i was also like running around like crazy like it was cold outside there was a reason i was bundled up in my winter jacket but like as a little kid like you're running around like you always get too hot so i remember like being like this is actually really refreshing and also if my mom knew that i was out here with a can of coke i would be in trouble so i'm gonna drink this real fast i i have i have between my mom is at the next street light i have between i have the dark space between the two street lights and i'm good i gotta just have it in there and actually that's a lie because it wasn't even street lights it was just the light at the end of the driveway because we didn't have street lights where i was <laughs> Just the the driveway light and then the huge expanse of blackness to the next uh, driveway light. Uh, <laughs> you, could, you could you could hork a lot of candy in that time period, as I learned as well. There was that that was that was the no man's land of Halloween. And as long as it's too dark for the parents to see it, I can get through a lot of my candy before there starts being candy restrictions on November first. They knew you were eating that candy. Oh, for sure. If I, if I were to call my mom right now, I'd be like, hey, so do you know about all the soda and candy I ate in those dark spaces between the two houses? She'd probably be like, yes, of course. Yeah, but I could hear having you the a good, time. You were having a good time, and it was Halloween, and you knew that that candy bag was was getting tossed into the one one bar of candy a night uh, rule until, like, Christmas time, basically. Mm. I was going to ask if you ever had a house give up. Uh, microwave popcorn before I realized I nope. did receive that before and then I realized we did that a year or two ago because we just at some point our neighborhood became the where all the kids came uh mm -hmm. so we ran out of candy one year my dad was like get the popcorn so that happened but you know you always have the weird stuff in there there, there is always that one house that like runs out and like is clearly scrambling to give you stuff. Man, okay, wait for the last one. Speed round. What, what cartoon is that? What cartoon is the house that demand is inexplicably super high and they kind of have to scramble and just throw something out of you? You know what that is? That's Cora. That's absolutely Cora. Yeah. That season one super big and popular everyone loves it then everyone comes back for season two and it's like oh man we did not plan for this uh here's some batteries and a sleeve of oreos uh that's all we got uh do you want some calcium chews <laughs> I, pr I promise come back next year it's it's gonna be a totally different story it's gonna be everything you loved from from last year and and even more um and just make sure you you come back here um but then like the street address like changes slightly like the town does some rezoning so they're in like a slightly less convenient location on the map so that like you know fewer kids come and then the zoning commission is like oh man i wonder why fewer people are visiting this house and everyone's like well you you changed the address <laughs> i'm i'm really stretching for this metaphor now 
Um, but the point is, Nickelodeon, why did you relegate Korra season end of season three and season four onto Nick.com? That was a terrible choice. Let let me trick or treat at your show. I feel like you 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 vented a lot today. I did. I this was sort of supposed to be just like a fun, carefree, let's talk about candy episode. But I ended up getting really mad about both Infinity Train and Korra. Um which that that those shows are like ten years apart, so you know, I guess it, I'm just I guess it here. shows just just like you never grow out of trick or treating, you never grow out of being angry when your shows are treated badly by their networks. Mm, what a beautiful message! And I'm just here thinking of discontinued sour starbursts. Yeah, I've really uh, ruined your night for you. Now you're just gonna go to go to sleep dreaming of the sour starbursts you can now never have until you what get your happened? acid. What would happen? Oh no! If I melted Starburst, it's already in a off certain the clear liquid. Oh my god! Made a drink and rimmed a glass with pixie stick. Well, when you get out of the emergency room, you can tell me how it was. I think I think you might you might do some some mild damage to your stomach and esophagus that way. Don't kill me. It, of course, some pop rocks in for good measure. Oh no! No, don't pop rocks in there. Ugh. We are we are going to wrap this up before Katie comes up with another incredibly dangerous candy idea. So I'm thinking. Thank you so much uh, for listening to this episode. We're going to pop back into our cartoon time machine, and I guess I've got to stop Katie from doing whatever that is. No, I've already put on the lab coat. Oh, no, the lab coat's on. I got to (laughs) run. I'm Scarlett. I'm Katie. We're your animates, and we will see you next time.